Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. Good morning and Merry Christmas. This week, we've been talking about the why of Christmas. We all know that Jesus came. We know where Jesus came. We know to whom Jesus came. We know how Jesus came. We know when Jesus came. And this week, we've turned our attention to why Jesus came. All of those other facts are interesting and important, I believe, to understand and to know. But if we know that he came, when he came, how he came, to whom he came, but we miss the why of the coming of Jesus, then we really have no hope in this world or the world to come. So we've been looking at why Jesus came. Jesus himself said in John, excuse me, Mark chapter 10, verse 45, that the Son of Man came to give his life a ransom for many. And that was probably 30 years or so, uh, a little more than 30 years, after the angel comforted Joseph with these words just before the birth of Jesus in Matthew one twenty one, where it says, And she shall bring forth a son, speaking of Mary, and you shall call his name Jesus, which means Jehovah is salvation, for he shall save or deliver his people from their sins. And so the the angel clearly tells us why Jesus was coming. And then Jesus, a little over 30 years later, declared basically the same thing, that he came to give his life a ransom for many. So we've been talking about a ransom this week. A ransom has three aspects. Uh, Ransom has a captive, and in the story of humanity, we would be the captives because we've all sinned. Ransom has a payment. Jesus paid the price for our sin on the cross, and we have a release. God's demand of righteousness was fulfilled in Jesus, and so God delivered us. He released us from his future Wrath. That's that's cause there just to to shout hallelujah, glory to God. And so we've been kind of dissecting this and um, looking at it a little bit, and it's been around 2,000 years uh, since Christmas. But by the time Jesus came and he was born, whatever day, whatever year it was, around 2,000 years ago, I want you to understand and think about it. Christmas, like the idea of Christmas didn't start nine months before Jesus was born. Stop and contemplate that a minute. Mary was with a child of the Holy Spirit, the Bible says. For nine months, she was pregnant, and then she gave birth like all other women give birth in around nine months. And so whatever day, whatever date that was that uh, is the original uh, or the official day that Jesus busted into this earth in the form of a human, Christmas did not begin that day. 
And so you go back and go, no, Christmas began nine months before when Mary became a child. Well, actually, Christmas began about 4,000 years before that. Well, actually, it began more than 4,000 years ago. You go, whoa, whoa, Jimmy, you're, you're, you're confusing me. You're confusing me. If you go back to the book of Genesis, God created everything and saw everything was good. Then he created man and put man in the garden and told um, man to tend the garden and to take care of it. If you read Genesis, it was a perfect environment. It's like kind of like a paradise. And God said, look around, look around. All this is yours. You can eat of every tree. You can eat of every fruit, except one. There's one there in the garden. It's called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And don't eat that. Don't eat that fruit. If you eat the fruit of that tree in that day, you will surely die. There's a lot of interesting facts in this woven in this story of this creation of kind of like a paradise in the Garden of Eden. But we do know that the serpent beguiled Eve and she ate the fruit and sinned. And she offered to Adam and Adam willingly sinned. And then from that moment, they were dead. They were dead to God. You ever heard somebody say, you're dead to me? Well, they were dead to God. They were alive physically, but they were dead spiritually. Track with me now, okay? And then, and then in Genesis chapter 3, God says this in verse 14 to the serpent. Because you've done this, you were cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon your belly shall you go and dust shall you eat all the days of your life. Now listen to verse 15 in the New Living Translation. I will cause hostility between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike your head and you will strike his heel. Stop. That is the first prophecy of the coming of the Savior. Right there in Genesis chapter 3, right after man had sinned and God curses Satan and says in verse 15, I will cause hostility between you, that's Satan and the woman, between your offspring, remember Jesus called a group of people, you're of your father, the devil, and her offspring, watch this, he will strike your head. Who's he? He's talking about the coming of Jesus. This is, a, this is spoken 4,000 years before Jesus was born. He will strike your head and you will strike his heel. Stop. So we go, okay, so like Christmas began, not nine months before Jesus was born, Christmas began um, 4,000 years before Jesus was born because God prophesied Christmas in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. If you see that, say, I see that. Well, actually, the idea of Christmas began before that. Listen to 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18. 1 Peter 1, 18 in the New Living Translation. For you know that God paid a ransom. There it is. Why did Jesus come? to give his life a ransom. 1 Peter 1.18, For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors. Remember, we've been learning that every one of us inherited something from the first Adam, and that inheritance was called sin, and sin always leads to death, and so that's a big problem. So he says, God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors, 
And the ransom he paid was not mere gold or silver. It was the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. Watch this. God chose him as your ransom long before the world began, but he has now revealed him to you in these last days. What a glorious, glorious thought. The King James says, before the foundations of the world, God chose Jesus to be our ransom. So as you look forward to celebrating Christmas Day and the birth of Jesus this year, it's good to remember all those other facts and details about the Christmas story, but the one thing I just want to pound in your head and pound in my heart is why Jesus came. And it was not just an afterthought. Like God didn't have a plan B. Oh, listen to me. God chose Jesus to be a ransom for us before he created the world that he knew would fall into sin. That's how much God loves us. Merry Christmas.